Hello, I'm Michael Redden, and today we're going to talk about how do you make useful and actionable long-term goals for your family and your business. So, you know, we all know that it's probably important to make some kind of plans for your business, right? And we all have these dreams and things for the future, but how many of them are useful and actionable right now? I mean, think about this, right? If we were to say, you know, hey, when I'm all said and done, I want to have a billion dollars. And right now, today, I have a million dollars. Well, if that's a plan that I'm thinking about for five or ten years in the future, that's a pretty ambitious goal, right? I mean, it's possible, but that's going to be a real tough road to get there. Even if I say, you know, I, I want to go from that one million to a billion in 30 years, it's more possible, absolutely. It's uh, potentially more actionable, but is it really useful to ever make a huge 30-year goal like that? I mean, I mean, it's there and it's something to strive for, but think about all can happen in 30 years, right? There could be difficulty with making these plans actionable, a lot can happen over 30 years, right? I mean, there could be market shifts and trends. There could be regulatory changes. There could be family changes. Heck, there could be a reason why that goal isn't even reliable anymore. I mean, if you were going to be, you know, um, back in the 80s and 90s, if you were one of those companies who had payphones, if you had a 30-year goal that you were striving for back in the 80s based on payphones and you didn't really change that goal, you just kept following towards it, I mean, where would you be right now? I bet you didn't make that goal. And that's kind of the things you got to look at. You got you to you really think about long-term goals really more as a vision, I would say, okay? Think about it more from the mindset of a vision. I mean, you can have some of these definite things in there, but... The further out you go in your thinking, they need to more be visions and aspirations. Really, what I believe is that if you want it to be useful and actionable, you really shouldn't have those kinds of goals for more than that five-year plan out from your business, right? I mean, businesses and things and cycles can change in five years, but it's nothing like what it will change in 30. And... You always underestimate what you can get done in five years, but you overestimate what you can get done in one. It's the same thing that comes down to those 30-year goals. That's why they're difficult to make. They're a little bit more fuzzy. We tend to kind of shoot for the stars without any real direction of where we're going to get there. And that's really how we come about that piece, right? You've really got to focus on this five-year window, and the closer you get to yourself is where you're going to talk about the closer you get to that one year is where you get more definite and more useful with that. But that's how you're going to be actionable. If you really sat down and you said, what's my vision for the next five years? It's very few of us that if we're honest with ourselves, there's not going to be goals that are actionable. Actionable meaning that I can take steps today that will be have a measurable impact on letting me know whether or not I can make that goal. Sure, there are steps today I can take right now that have a measurable impact on whether or not I want to get to that goal that I want in 30 years. But am I really going to be able to measure this year to next year if that progress is enough to keep me on track for that 30-year goal? I mean, we can get down to it, and if it's a 
open dollar amount of how much I save or something like that, maybe that could be there. But how many of our business goals in 30 years are that precise? Some of them are going to be that precise and things like that, but some of them aren't. And we need all of them to be actionable and useful. The same thing comes for your family. Now, if you've got a family goal that you're going to have uh, the next generation working in the business or going to be on track for them learning certain skills, or, or, or if you say, you know, in 30 years I want to be ready to pass this business on to the next generation, that's an actionable goal. That's a useful goal that we can measure and really keep progress towards and kind of measure that going, and you can build on it. And once they've learned skills and things about the business, it's possible for them to move backwards, but it's not likely. I mean, once you've learned that business skill in the business, or you've learned to sell, you've learned to manage those client relationships, it's not likely you're going to go all the way back to zero, right? When you start talking about those intangibles, like family relationships or relationships with the community, if you want to be involved in the community as a family and helping the community and have a good community reputation, if you want... uh, all the family members to understand family culture and be united and together, you know, those things may come and go and wane a little bit from year to year. And it's important to um, work on those in, in, in more small chunks, right? So I would consider those to be aspirational and great, but actionable and really useful on a 30 year level. I mean, probably not compared to the other pieces. You really should be working on those every year. And there should be, you know, there, there's these five-year kind of checkpoints and check-ins on the way down when you come to those intangible ones. And that's really the, the thing about it. And when we talk about this goal setting and these other things, you know, um, just like the other parts, right, whether strategic or crisis planning, we, there are parts of it that are a lot easier than others, okay? It's really easy for us to plan out some of these financial goals of, you know, just we want to have enough money for the kids to all go to the college of their choice. We want to be able to make some more acquisitions or we want to be the number one uh, pork and meat processing or packing family in the Midwest. In 15 years, you know, that, that's, that's something we can really ha- be easy to come down with and, and set up and go. Uh, that community piece of we want to... Uh, have united the, the community. We want the community to have a good uh, reputation of the family and things like that. That's a little bit harder for us to go with because it's a little bit overwhelming. We can say those things, but then when we break down that becoming the number one pork processing plant out there, we've got numbers, right? The, the number one currently produces this much. They have this much measurement. They have this, these other kind of things. This much revenue. These many customers. This much many pounds of product. A lot easier to make concrete going out further towards the future. That community piece, if it's 30 years, that's, I mean, that's always hard to determine, right? Who has the best relationship with the community? Who does the most good work? Who does the most charity? That kind of stuff's a little bit harder, okay? Apply those things to, to, to family. It's a little bit different, too. It's a little bit harder to go with, right? And it can become overwhelming to be thinking about those things on a 30-year level to really, you know, uh, make them deep and fleshed out. That's a really hard thing to do. So that's one of the reasons why we really recommend that you're going to stick to that five-year kind of thing. And let's look at some of the areas that you really should be thinking about from a five-year standpoint. And I also think it's a mistake to start with making the family goals, okay? this The family's goals should really be 
an encapsulation of the vision of all the members and 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 it should serve to take the members of the family to where they want to be now a lot of us say we have visions for our families but we have visions for ourselves too and if we want these things to be useful actionable and help our family live through the generations that family goal needs to be a representation or a realization of all the individual goals if these are in opposite then we're not going to be able to get there right if we have uh, a family goal of all of us being close together and seeing everyone all the time and all the grandchildren playing together and really not being cousins but really being more like brothers and sisters that isn't a good family goal if our children um, say that they really enjoy living overseas or maybe they want to go to Oxford or something like that that's a goal that you know is maybe an opposite if they end up having a spouse and things over from Britain and they end up staying over there, it's, it's going to be very difficult for their children to really be that close and to be more like siblings than cousins with the rest of the ones that are here in the States, right? And that's just an example because it's, it's an extreme and stark one that you can point to and say, yeah, those don't really add up. And there can be there, those could be in the financial realm and everything else too. So I would encourage you not to make your family goals till you've taken a look at each individual person in the family and their goals. And let's talk about, really, if you're going to make those five-year goals and that five-year vision, what places should you think about? Because everyone focuses so much on the money and the profession that it's really not what's going to keep your glue together, right, for the family. It's really not going to keep every, what's going to keep everyone happy. They're going to need to be happy uh, as a family to work together towards those financial goals. They're a part of it. But let's talk about some of the other ones, okay? Uh, you do probably need to talk about some of your personal vision, right? Each person's going to be different based on their age group and where they are in life. I mean, some people are going to want to do things like learn a different language, go see the world. Other people are going to want to um, you know, have those goals like read a book here and there. Maybe they want to learn carpentry or do those other kinds of things. Those kinds of things really need to be focused on the most. I mean, uh, we get so entrenched in our business and in our family piece with that, it's really hard not to lose yourself inside of it. And if you want to live a really fulfilled life and have really fulfilled families who have that piece, they're going to have to have these family goals and they're going to, and these personal goals, and they're going to have to be um, their own person outside of the business. The business cannot be the definition of them. It can't. It, you can get away with a lot of times having the family be the definition of you if you're a family person, but you really should still have a definition of you outside of that. But if your definition of you and everything you think about you has to do with that business, that's how we get stuck. That's how we have those problems with letting go and, and, and those things come on. That's how we get too emotional and we can't make the proper decisions for it. And that's not healthy to have our, our identity so wrapped up in that. And, you know, that is so contrary to what most of our entrepreneurs are going to think, right? The business is you. It's your life. It's your baby. You created it and you brought it up there. And there is a time when that is going to overtake you and be who you are. But if you're going to continue to grow and really be a person there and move this off and hand this off to your family, there has to be a person that's you that's outside of that business. And then this is the way that that five-year vision, 
that these vision plans can help you kind of pull away. It also can help those younger people define their personal goals so they can grow up into the roles that they want that can help perpetuate the family and the business. Same thing for your spouse. You also should have goals that are going to be professional. And don't think of these just as for the business, right? Business goals, the business may have a goal for different revenue and things like that. You may have a goal to be a better communicator. You may have a goal to be a better salesman. You may have a better goal, a goal to be better at compliance. Or maybe you want to understand uh, business processes or the stock market or understand the pork processing pieces better, even if you're not actually operating with that in your business. Those are professional goals that are outside of the specific business that you're in. They make you a better professional, a better employee, regardless of where you're at. You want to think about goals like that, too. And, and they can be in the business, such as taking on new roles or taking on deeper roles, but you really have to make sure that you don't limit them to that because otherwise you get pigeonholed with that and you may not have the options or the skill sets to grow into what you want. Because remember, five years from now may not be such a big deal, but what if 10 years from now we need someone else to step into a different role? And if you haven't grown professionally, you may not be able to flex and go do that if that's what you wanted to do. You also should think about goals for the community, right? And you don't have to be a big player in those kinds of things, but you need to talk about it and see what your role as a family is going to be and what your role as a person is going to be in the community. And remember, this right now we're talking about your personal goals. What Who do you as a person want to be in the community? What causes and things do you want to support? Because then that's going to come together and you're just going to uh, speak to what your family's goals are going to be. The same thing about your wealth. You should not tie up your wealth entirely in the family business and in the family with that, what you think of as wealth. Wealth can mean all kinds of different things to different people, right? It can mean dollars and cents. It can mean assets. It can mean relationships. But what we're talking about here, if you're making your five-year goals for your wealth, what do you want to have the means to do? If you were going to grow as a person and grow in your wealth, in five years, what would you like to be able to do? Would you like to be able to retire? Would you like to be able to provide this or provide um, uh, uh, vacations and things for your family? Would you like to have provided enrichment opportunities where your family and you went on religious retreats or anything like that? See all those things kind of go. Do you want to provide uh, uh, the opportunity to see the world or to see some other places? Do you want to have provided an immersive experience in Latin American culture? Think about those things. If you think about your wealth goals in terms of I want to provide blank for my family in the next five years. I want to be on track to provide blah to my family in 30 years. You can start to come up with goals for wealth and you can start to really find out what you think is wealth. You know, not just dollars and cents, what you really think makes you wealthy. And you can say those same things when it comes down to your family, too. What are your goals for the family for you personally? What do you want the family to have done in the next five years? Do you want them to have come together and really decided on a succession plan? Do you want your family to have um, started a tradition of meeting 
three holidays a year, the entire extended family? Do you want the family to have started really passing on traditions and things from when you were a kid to the next generation, introducing those kinds of things? Do you want to make sure that all the children have shared the origin story of the family business back to the founder of the family and what the family stands for over the years and what the family's dreams have been and how it's evolved? Do you want what do you want for them to do? Do you want the family to have had an opportunity to really see their community and see what's going on out there in the world to kind of get outside of the family vacuum and really understand what America's like or what Britain's like or anything like that? What do you want that to be? What do you want that to do? And then you can take all of these vision plans, okay? And you can come together with the family to talk about these things. And we can see, every family member should do this, and every family member should share this with the rest of the family, because you're looking for a few things, right? You're seeing where you guys have common goals and where you guys don't. Because it's a lot easier sometimes to see the common goals you have and see how the family can strive towards it and back that into a three-year goal and say, you know, what can we do this year to meet these goals we share? People get really excited about that. But then there's the other piece, too, where you can start saying, hey, where can you help someone who's in the family reach a goal they have? If you see a vision they have for the future, for the next five years, is there something that you can do today from your talents, from your connections, from your experience to help them make that goal? Is there someone you can connect them with to help learn a skill? There's somebody can help them with the community that can help them meet the people they want to meet, help them help the community in that way, help them start to help the family business in that way, because that's where these become actionable and useful. If you stick to that five-year piece, you come together as a family, you compare your visions, and the family vision is going to come from this, the things that you share and want to do. And just because the family vision may not include a couple of things on someone's individual doesn't mean the family can't help. And you set up those things you want to do this month, next month, next quarter. And you should go in each of these areas. What things can you guys commit to do to get towards the family's goals and towards individuals' goals? What can the individual do towards their goals in the next quarter, in the next month, in the next week if you meet that frequently? What can the family do to get towards that? What is it? What can it assign tasks to people to do to make sure we get towards the family goals? What can the individual do towards their goals? And then the really important one, the real power of family governance, that leverage piece of what can I do to help someone else? Is What can I do and do I know someone else who can help me achieve my goal? Because maybe they don't see that they have that connection or that thing that they can do to help me reach my goal. When we combine these things together, now we've got the family meetings that help us um, keep track of where we're going toward the goals and how we're going to relate to each other. And now we can bring, break it on down to what our visions are that we're working on for the next five years. And we've broken that down to how we're going to help each other and go for this next month in there. And each meeting we can look back and say, what did we achieve? What did we accomplish? And if we didn't accomplish what we wanted to achieve, what do we need to do? Do you need more help from the family? Does the family need more help outside? How can we do this together? And we just keep growing and growing. And that's how your family stays alive. That's how your family uses family governance properly to identify those needs and leverage each other's skills. And that really is how you're going to make useful and actionable long-term goals. Stick to that five-year piece, that vision that's there. And then you walk it back. That five-year, if it's a vision, then you can 
work out what your steps are, how you eat that elephant, what each bite, that one bite at a time is going to be to get towards that goal. And you just evaluate it every year. Am I closer to that three-year point? Am I closer to that five-year point? Have things changed? And before you know it, the family's reached some goals, some goals they haven't. Some things happen and some things you've achieved you never thought you were going to achieve. And your family's closer together. Why? Because it's a shared experience. And you all owe it to each other. You share it in the same glory and the same goals and the same achievements. They're individual achievements and, 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 and you earned them. But everyone shared in your joy because they helped you do it and they watched you along the way. And that's how your family is going to stay close. And that's how your family is going to stay together and alive and keep the benefits and the wealth going from generation to generation.